Welcome to episode 5 of the K&A Football Podcast. We would like to apologize for the delay between episodes. Unfortunately, our esteemed co-host, Caden, fell ill. He is better now, and we were going to record an episode a few days ago, but, again, sadly, our second favorite producer, Debbie, went to a better place. That better place is Colorado for a hiking trip, and until Debbie's return, we will talk about the news that we have missed in our brief hiatus, as well as X-Player versus the World, a brand new segment that we are enthused to bring you. Next week, we're going to be officially switching to our two-episode-a-week schedule, where we will talk about fantasy football. Draft season is just around the corner, and we are going to bring you players that we think you should pick to win your fantasy league, as well as players you should avoid. We're very excited to switch to that schedule, and we are very excited to bring you this episode five of KNA Football. Arcaden. Pretty big news today, uh, probably fortunate for the Panthers and unfortunate for us Browns fans. Baker won the starting role, starting QB job over Sam Darnold and the injured Matt Corral. You know, he's a busted pick now because he had to have surgery on his little oh, toe. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Baker won the starting role down in Carolina, which means he will be unsurprisingly playing the Browns week one where we will be paying him five hundred thousand dollars to try to beat us are you happy with baker being your qb1 i am more than happy i am ecstatic that baker is the qb1 i along with most people i thought obviously baker should be the qb1 and should easily win the job over darnold which obviously he did now but with matt rule being the panthers coach and some of the decisions that he's made before i was a little a little nervous thinking, oh man, like he's done stupid things before. Like he would be, the, he out of all the coaches in the league, he would be the one to go pick Sam Darnold over <laughs> Baker. And I was just, I was a little nervous about that. But then today, in, I was in school and I, I have my phone in my pocket all day. And like whenever something happens, I'm able to like pull out my phone. Well, mm. sort of pull out my phone. And Kate, like, your mom's going to hear that. <laughs> I just like check, you know, like see what's happening. Except for one period, I have to put my phone in like the phone bin in the class mm -hmm. and of course i put my phone in the phone bin in class nothing like of course nothing happens when it's on in my pocket and i can like text people and like all that stuff so i put my phone in the phone bin and at the end of the class i go and grab my phone and every single sports app that i have is just baker starting for the panthers baker starting for the panthers baker starting and i'm getting a bunch of texts and i'm like oh my goodness and i was like freaking out and i was like oh my gosh and so i ran to my next class which was like I didn't run. That's kind of weird. I, I went to my next class, which was like my free period. And so I sat there and I was just looking at a bunch of Baker stuff, seeing all the things that are out on him, uh, texting a bunch of people back, put it on my story. Oh, I was so hyped. And then I went home and then I think I annoyed my dad because right when he walked in, I was like, dad, did you hear about Baker? And then when my brother walked in the door, I was like, bro, you hear about Baker? And then when my other brother walked in the door, I was like, Lane, you hear about Baker? But yeah, I, I guess you could say I'm, I'm a little happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm no longer worried that Sam Darnold's going to start. I don't have to watch him anymore. It's it's a good day. Well, up until the point where Baker 
Terrace's third labrum. Don't say that. <laughs> like, I mean, not that I want him to get injured, because that'd be a terrible thing to wish for, but, you know, it could happen. It's a possibility. Eh, happened last year. But happened last year. Knock on wood. Hopefully Something like that. That is better. Yeah. yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, he obviously deserves a starting role over Darnold. He's clearly the better QB, mm-hmm. like, undoubtedly. Right. Darnold is <laughs> he's not a good QB. The worst. Should have never been a starter. Right. Should be a career backup, and hopefully that's all he's going to be. <laughs> but, you know, now that Baker will be starting, he'll be playing the Browns, who will be without Deshaun. Right. Um, You know, the ruling finally came out. Well, the ruling came out, you know, a couple weeks ago where he was suspended <laughs> for eight games. Right. We haven't done this in forever. So. And then the NFL was like, okay, so right, eight, except not eight. No, six. Six. Yeah. Was it six games? Yeah, it was six. It was six. You're right. They were suspending it for six games, and then they wanted to up it because they wanted to make it look like they cared, which everyone knows they don't. <laughs> and then they came out with 11, and you're like, oh my gosh, the NFL does care. The NFL, NFL cares about women. They care about the integrity of the game and punishing <laughs> players until you look at the schedule and see that the week Deshaun is back is a revenge game against the Texans. Hmm. And you say to yourself, oh, that's right. The NFL does not care, and they right. only care about Funny money. How that works. Crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It sucks. I mean, everyone expected it to be more once, obviously, the NFL appealed. They knew it was going to be more. A lot of people, I think, were expecting a year. And then when it came out 11, they were like, oh, 11. And then they realized, like mm-hmm. you said, his first game back is in Houston, which I'm sure will be a great game for the fans and money. But I think it is interesting that I, I was talking with some other people the other day about it. And like you said, the NFL literally like, yeah, they care about their like they care about women and all this stuff like they did this for the money. Now, uh, the NFL owners, I know, were really forcing for him to get a lot of games. Because the NFL, since, like, when the NFL gave him a six, a lot of, like, the owners, owners, like, part of the NFL were mad and wanted wanted more. And I, after talking with some other people, they they their opinions of it were the owners wanted him to be suspended more. Sort of, not as much of a punishment for Watson, but more of a punishment for the Browns because now after Watson got his fully guaranteed like mega deal contract, now all these other teams, they got to go pay their QBs, these mega deals. Mm -hmm. So they almost want the Browns to have to suffer. They're like, oh, you just like screwed the rest of us over. Now we got to pay our QBs these deals. So we're going to punish you for making us have to do this. So they're trying to make him like sit out of your Brown struggle this year. Like that's how I, that's how they saw it. And I kind of, I think it's interesting that way, but I mean, yeah, Jacoby Brissett is expected to be the starter this year. I mean, he's not great, but he's better he's, than. I mean, he's strong enough. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't think they'll be good. No, we won't be good. I'd be shocked if we won half our games. Yeah, you know, like, and with how Watson looked in the preseason, he looked, you know, <laughs> rusty. He looked not great, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. But you know, that's kind of to be expected after not playing in over a full year. Um, so it's not shocking that he didn't look great. Um, Jacoby Brissett will, he'll be strong. He'll be good. Um, I mean, 
obviously it would have been better if we would have kept Baker, but he would have never played with <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. knowing that there was a QB behind him that could steal his job and would. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. I think it works out good for the Browns, honestly, this year, because, like, so Brissett plays, like we said, maybe wins, like, maybe at best half half the games or so. Watson comes back week 12, mm-hmm. week, like his, yeah, after suspension. He plays, obviously, like we saw in the preseason game, he's still really rusty. At that point, he wouldn't have played football in, like, around two seasons, which that's a pretty big gap to play football and then straight into a big regular season games and stuff like yeah. that. So obviously he's going to be a little rusty. Take the rest of the seasons, kick some of the rust off. Browns have a bad year, so they go into the draft with a high pick. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> the Browns traded away for, for, for Watson. Forget that. But So he kicks off the rust, and then next season they start fresh. Watson, most of the rust is gone. All the massage distractions are Behind away. him, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, unless something <laughs> else happens. Goodness. But, and then they start fresh, and then I'm assuming Watson goes back to being a pretty dominant quarterback, and the Browns are a good team. But Hopefully. Yeah, I mean it's the Browns. I feel like it feels like they're cursed. Whenever they get one thing, yeah, it goes crazy. Right so. as I thought things were going to turn around for our organization, we had to run into this mess. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah, to be completely honest with you, I was a little bit hoping that we would try to take Jimmy G for like a year. Not even gonna lie, when there was really? talks of trying to take Jimmy Garoppolo, I was like, that wouldn't be terrible. Like he's not a good QB, but he no. could he could have held us over. Until Watson got back. But I'm perfectly fine with the Browns not showing interest and not pursuing him. Cause he, in the end, he's probably on par with Jacoby Brissett, if we're right. being honest. I You can call me crazy, but I really don't think he's a solid QB. I think he's no different, really, than Jacoby Brissett. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's had a really good supporting cast around him, and they've ran the ball a trillion mm-hmm. times a game. There's that. And then also, if they would trade for him, his contract is like $27 million. And why would you pay someone that much just for like an 11 game rental that yeah basically it's pretty much the same skill set as Jacoby Brissett like it just doesn't make sense to me so it makes sense for me that they didn't sign him I wouldn't have wanted him if I was a Browns fan so yeah I'm perfectly fine with not having yeah him. that's totally cool but like you were saying with um you know the Browns signing Deshaun Watson for a boatload a literal boatload of money guaranteed and that setting the stigma for <laughs> Oh, yeah. Big contracts. Um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, we were talking about this. I didn't actually know this until you told me. But um, <clears throat> right, I, why don't you go ahead and explain it? Because you'd yeah. probably know more about it than so, I So Lamar Jackson is unhappy with his contract situation. He All offseason, off he's been asking the Ravens for a new contract and more money. And he's been saying he's going to sit out and not do things until he gets his new contract and his money. And then a couple of weeks ago, he set his deadline by, for September 1st. So he said, if I don't have a new contract by September 1st, I'll sit out the season or I'll demand a trade. Like, I will not play for you guys this year or potentially ever. Like, September 1st is the deadline that I need my money. And so it came out today that uh, the Ravens offered him more money than Kyler Murray, who a couple of weeks back, if you remember, got like $250 million, Something which is like that, crazy, yeah. like we said, because of the whole Watson thing. Quarterbacks are getting that much now. In which they offered him more than Kyler Murray. I mean, rightfully so. He's better than Kyler Murray. But he declined and said, like, 
no, I want my money fully guaranteed like Deshaun Watson. And then, so now the Ravens are facing a hard, like a, like an uphill climb sort of, because they got to, they got to give him more money. He wants more money than Kyler. Andy wants it fully guaranteed by September 1st, which is, today's the 22nd, so, I don't know, what, nine days, eight, ten days? Yeah, nine days. Yeah. So he's, they don't got much time to offer, to negotiate, and he wants a lot of money, and they got to make these decisions. And, I mean, he's a franchise, he's a superstar, one MVP. I mean, you mm-hmm. want you want him on your team. One MVP was on the cover of Madden. I mean, that don't mean nothing. Oh, it means something. Come on. John Madden's on the cover of Madden. <laughs> he's dead. Wow, that's <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was maybe a little harsh. But, no, yeah, he's a franchise QB. He's one of the guys that you'll sign to a 10-year deal. Um, right, like uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? He's got 10 years, half a billion dollar deal. Um, and Lamar Jackson deserves something similar. Um, will the Ravens pay it? I don't know. We'll see. It could be really good for the AFC North. Um, you know, the Browns <laughs> could actually stand a chance to... You know, take the division. I mean, the Bengals, obviously, I've been saying all along that I don't think they'll be the same team. Right. I don't think they have the magic that they had last year. But, you know, obviously, there's still the chance that they're a good team. So if Lamar Jackson does not play and he holds out, and obviously the Steelers are going to be absolute (laughs) garbage other than George Pickens, who is apparently a stud. Right. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. But so Ravens could be garbage. Steelers will be garbage no matter what. Okay. <laughs> Bengals might be good. Browns will be okay. So we could have a chance at the division if Lamar Jackson holds out. Jacoby Brissett's got to play really good, but yeah. I think one of the reasons that Lamar Jackson really wants that fully guaranteed, like you were saying earlier, he is a running quarterback, and typically running quarterbacks, like you said earlier to me, like off the, off the air or whatever, uh, they don't typically last long in the league. They have injuries or the defenses learn how to read them, make mm-hmm. them throw, which they aren't as good at. Lamar Jackson, especially. And then, so he wants that fully guaranteed money. So if he's ha- he f- if something happens and he gets injured or if he can't no longer run and he gets like a bad leg injury or people just figure him out, he, they don't, they can't just like get rid of him right there and be like, yeah, we're done. Like he wants that fully guaranteed money. Like I'm a superstar. Give me my money. And let me have my money, like, fully, like, like, fully guaranteed. Like, give me it, you know. Like, I get it, but I also understand it's gonna be a tough, de- tough decision for the Ravens. So, yeah, I understand why he wants it because, like, like you said, he could get injured, and then at that point, you know, they cut their losses, give him what money they did guarantee, which you know will be some, um, and then say, see you later. You can't play for us. Mm-hmm. We're not going to pay you. Yeah, and then he's done. He wants his however much he's going to get probably you know another quarter of a billion dollars in fully guaranteed money yeah another news today uh tom brady returned to the bucks practice for the last uh couple of couple of weeks or so he's been away from the team for undisclosed reasons <laughs> yeah that nobody quote unquote nobody knows but he returned today there's a lot of speculation about where he was I've heard things that he was just spending time with his family because they want him to spend more time with him because he was going to retire and then he unretired. I, yeah, heard that. I call a cap on the family situation, seeing as how he 
retired than unretired the minute that he remembered that he had kids yeah you there's also been talk of that he was a contestant on the mass singer which is coming out like this season like this year so there's talk of that what do you think where do you think tom brady has been that's a tough one you know (laughs) i i really do enjoy the theory that he was out recording for the masked singer and that he's gonna be on on the show when it comes out um that would be really fantastic. I think that that would be great. Um, I know that Terry Bradshaw has been on The Masked Singer. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's been on. So it's not uncommon for NFL players to make appearances. Um, they clearly don't have to be good singers either if it's Terry Bradshaw. It's like right. <laughs> but yeah. Right. So I think it'd be really funny if he was on The Masked Singer. Um, and, you know, this was a preset date. Like, it wasn't just out of the blue. Yeah, he right. leaves like this was a already set in stone thing that he was leaving from whenever he left until August 30th. And yeah, conveniently, that's the same time that the Masked Singer um, has their filming session. Mm-hmm. So I like the theory. I think it'd be fun. It's funny because when he originally left, they said they didn't expect him back till after their final preseason game or around the time of like August 30th. And it's August 22nd, and he's already back with the team. So either there was a qu- shortness of the plans, like he had to get home, like things with his family isn't going good, mm-hmm. or he's a terrible singer, and he didn't even make it past like the first cuts on the mass Singer, and they're like, yeah, you can go back to practice. Tom. Yeah. I'm like, no. I think it'd be great if he's on the mass Singer, and then he's just terrible. It'd be so funny. The other thing that I saw that makes it more convincing is that he has a deal set up with Fox that he has like a 10-year deal for after he retires that you know he gets to be a sports commentator on fox Mm -hmm. and the masked singer is a fox that's true production so i feel like it could work i didn't think i mean the more and more we talk about it i think he actually could have gone there i i'd love that i think it'd be really fun that'd be a fun episode to watch too i don't watch that show because it looks stupid but i'd watch those clips (laughs) yeah i don't really i turn it on like I watch one thing and then I'm like, okay, like, what's the point of the guessing? Like, if you, if the contestants guess you, what? Yeah, you're out. Like, I, I, I guess. I, it doesn't make sense to me. And then, not really news, but we really wanted to talk about it today. <laughs> George Pickens, the rookie wide receiver for the um, Steelers, has been reportedly absolutely just tearing it up in training camp and practice, and now in the, both preseason games. He's looking like, I know it's only preseason and practice, which, I mean, could mean a lot of things, but he's reportedly looking like a superstar. So, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. The Steelers are really good at finding really solid elite wide receivers in the later rounds. For sure. And he was a second-round pick, and now he's looking like a superstar. So, Yeah. Like I was telling you, the only problem is is you need to get the ball thrown to you. And... You know, Kenny Pickett. Hey, Pickett to Pickens. <laughs> Pickett to Pickens. <laughs> it could, it could go well. Um, and you know, their other option is Mr. Trubisky. They haven't named a starter yet, have mm-hmm. they? No. So e- either of those guys, you know, they have to get the ball to George Pickens, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I got high hopes for George Pickens. I traded for him in my uh, fantasy league. I gave up. I gave up some average players. You know, like. Tom Brady. Yeah, only gave average. up Tom Brady. And I got other people back. It wasn't just Tom Brady for George Pickens straight up. 
but yeah, yeah. I, I have really high hopes for him i i'm hoping he's something here's a quick question for you before we move on to our next uh, segment here the steelers have not had a losing season since 2003 really do you think is that, that serious that's 100 percent serious wow that's also how long mike tomlin's been coach that's so mike really, tomlin has not had a losing that is season. really impressive he's a great coach he is a great coach do you think the steelers will have a winning record this year you know, I it's so easy to say no because I mean they don't look like they have a, sol- a solid team, and their division is really good, and they have a hard schedule. But I mean, it's the Steelers, and apparently they've had a winning record for literally what? What is that? Nineteen years mm-hmm. straight. I mean, their defense is phenomenal. Their receivers are very good. Pickens, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool. They have great receivers. They have an amazing running back in Najee Harris. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a solid enough quarterback. That's my opinion who I think will start. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a solid enough quarterback that he can get them to at least nine and eight. Literally at the minimum <laughs> nine and eight. Minimum of he, the winning record. He took record. the Bears to the playoffs. That's the true. Bears were terrible. That's true. And the Steelers have a better roster than the Bears did at the time. So I think, I think that Mitchell Trubisky can do it. If they start Pickett, I don't know because he's a rookie. But I think if they start Mitchell Trubisky, I think he can. I don't think they'll be phenomenal. I think maximum of like ten, maybe eleven wins. But I think that they'll. I think. I think if Mitchell Trubisky starts and is healthy all whole season, I think they will. I a hundred percent agree with you, in both aspects. I think Mitchell Trubisky will be the starting QB, and if the Steelers can pull together winning seasons. With Ben Roethlisberger in the twilight of his career, yeah, I think that they can pull out a winning season. As much as I don't want to say it, I think they can pull it out. Right, and I mean, and it also helps them with now Watson not playing. Those are right. probably, I mean, not saying there are no free wins in the NFL, but those games become a lot easier. And then also the potential of not playing Lamar Jackson. Correct. There's two more easier wins, and then right, that could know, be a potential of four four games yeah. out of the not in that you need. Right, so. I think I think it can happen. It's interesting. We can co- I mean, we can always come back at the end of the year and see how we were. But yeah. So <clears throat> this next segment, we haven't done this before, but we thought that it could be kind of fun. What's going to happen is it's going to be X player versus the world. So, Caden, I'm going to give you a player, and I'm going to ask you if you'd rather have that player or another player, and then you have to decide which player you would like better mm-hmm. okay we'll do this for a couple rounds and we'll see who you end up with so we'll start you off with your qb1 oh my gosh this is baker good. mayfield <laughs> versus the world all right would you rather baker or sam darnold Oh my gosh, that might be the easiest question I've been asked. I was thinking it's going to be some hard... Baker Mayfield, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's not really a need to talk about that one. Baker or Trevor Lawrence? For what? Forever? For like starting now or start like this season or what? Just who would you rather have on your team? We'll, we'll do it right now. Who would you rather have on your team right for now? For this season? Yeah. Or like for like he's on my team for like forever now? If you had to pick him, that's a good question. We'll do it for <laughs> this season and the next three. So four seasons. Oh, dang. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> this is really tough. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a lot better without Urban Meyer, but I also think Baker's going to be real good. You know, since since Baker has Matt Rule as his head coach, and I think Matt Rule is a terrible head coach, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence. Interesting. It hurts me to say, but I'll say Trevor Lawrence. Would you rather Trevor Lawrence or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is super underrated. I think he's going to have an amazing year this year. Good take. You want Derek Carr or Russell Wilson? For the next three to four years? Yeah. Oh, that's hard because Russell Wilson's old, but he's not like uh-huh. old, old. Mm. <laughs> These are good questions. Um, I'll take... Oh, man. No, I'm going to go... I'm going to say hot take. I'm going to take Derek Carr. I think he's going to be super Ooh. good for this season and the upcoming years. I think... His new weapons with, I mean, Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, he's already had. But now, with Devontae Adams, I think he's just going to take that next step. And I think he's going to be a star, borderline superstar QB. He's, I really like Derek Carr this year. And for the next couple years. Take it for this last one. Derek Carr or Matthew Stafford? Oh, dude, you're asking me some tough <laughs> questions. Um. Matthew Stafford obviously just won a Super Bowl. He's pretty mm-hmm. good. He did have a super team around him. It's true. Which is true. I think if you put Derek Carr on that Rams team, he does the same thing as Matthew Stafford. So for that reason, I'm also going to still pick Derek Carr. I am super high on Derek Carr this year. I think I think he'll be great. Went from Baker Mayfield to Derek Carr. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to be no Patrick Mahomes, but yeah, I, I think mean, he's going to be really good. For sure. Those are really hard questions. I don't know if I can replicate <laughs> that. Am I asking you now? Sure, I can give you another one. Oh, yeah, I can please. I can't think right now. All fun. right. Let's switch it over to wide receivers. Okay. Okay. Well, mm, I was going to start it off. Okay, we'll start it off with a rookie. Oh, that's hard. Because he, okay. Yeah. Unproven. Okay. But he's. Last episode, I picked him to win. Offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. So, Chris Olave. Okay. <clears throat> Would you prefer Chris Olave or his Ohio State counterpart, Garrett Wilson? Um, I think Olave is the way better, like, route runner, I guess you could say, like, at getting open and making catches. And so, but I think Garrett Wilson is a lot more athletic and, um, like, I don't know how to explain this. Like faster, like I'm gonna say Olave. I think he was better at Ohio State, and I think he still. Yeah, I think Olave. <laughs> I don't really know how to explain it, but I th- I think he's the better Ohio State receiver. I completely agree with you. Kind of off topic, but when draft time came around and everyone was saying that Garrett Wilson was the better receiver, I personally didn't understand that. I thought that Olave was significantly better. Yeah, that's just my take though. Okay, would you Who was rather picked first? Wilson? Wilson was picked first. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Went to the Jets. Yeah. Would you rather Chris Olave or Adam Thielen? Oh, Adam Thielen's pretty old and all he really does is score touchdowns. And I mean touchdowns are good. I mean they win you games. Hmm. I'ma say Olave. Just because of wow. his young upside and he could turn into a superstar. All right. We I know was... we know what Adam Thielen is. He's old, like he's He's towards the end of his career. We know what he is. We don't know what Olave is. He could be 
superstar. So I was not expecting that yeah. to be completely honest with you. It, it hurts me to say because I mean he's on the Saints now, but yeah, I'll give you two in the same division. You want Olave or Julio Jones? Olave for the next three to four years. I don't like. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when he mm-hmm. signed with the Bucks. Julio will be average ish for the three to five games that he plays this year. <laughs> he gets hurt every single season, and I. I would be willing to put money on it that he will be hurt again this year. And so for those three games, he'll be solid. I mean, average. He won't be the Julio he was, but yeah. And yeah, he's, I mean. All right. Olave again. Man, he's just sticking with Olave. All right, I'll give you one more. I'm, I'll honestly be shocked if you stick with Olave, but because you seem so high on him, I'll give you a better wide receiver to pit him up against. You don't like his brother. I'll give you that much. I don't like his brother. You the guy that I'm going to tell you, you don't like his brother. Oh boy, much. I know who you're going yeah. to. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Chris Olave or Diggs? Yeah, uh, he's talking about Trayvon Diggs, the corner from the um, Cowboys. I think he's a terrible corner. We've had talks about this all the time. He's literally the Jameis Winston of corner. <laughs> oh my god. He gets a trillion yards given up, but he gets interceptions. So people think he's amazing. Well, no one thinks Jameis is amazing except for Micah, but. <laughs> but okay uh, i'm gonna say Diggs. <laughs> Diggs is right. like top six receiver in my opinion i think Diggs is better it's a good take <laughs> I, I was really gonna pick a lot of Diggs. that would have been a little bonkers all right i'll give you one more and then we'll wrap this up let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball oh, boy. <laughs> okay all right we're gonna go with uh d lineman oh okay <laughs> we'll start off with Von Miller. For the next three or four. He's old. All right. He's old. All right. All right. You want Von Miller. I just realized that I don't know that many. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, I wonder who he's going to name. I, I just remembered I don't know that many. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that I only know like three. Oh, okay. So. I'm going to switch up the position. <laughs> yeah, let's switch the position. I figured. You yeah, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I don't know how many he's going to name. We'll go with running backs because they're a little more high profile. That was a bad choice on my part. I apologize to the audience for that, that one. Was, that was funny. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's try to start it off with... Okay. In my personal opinion, I don't think Jonathan Taylor is that good. So we're going to start with Jonathan Taylor against the world. What? That is crazy. Okay. All right. You want Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me think. <laughs> Real, let's backtrack. Why do you think Jonathan Taylor isn't good i don't know i just don't i don't don't get the vibes from a superstar i know that his numbers show that he's good so he is a good running back like he's good i'm not saying that he's not good all i'm saying is that i don't i don't know he's too low profile for me he's not okay he's not flashy i get what you're saying he's also got the greatest offensive line in the league there's that that's true and he didn't have assault. He had a Carson Wentz last year, so they had to run the ball a lot. So I understand what you mean. I still think he's a really top three running back. But Yeah. Obviously, you should draft him quick in your fantasy league. First which, or second. By the way, right. we're going to try it. We're going to get to you next week, so stay tuned for that. Right. So back to Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey. Who are you taking? Personally, I mean, obviously, we know this. We've talked about it literally on this. Like, I'm a Panthers fan. Christian McCaffrey is my favorite player in the NFL. Barring injury, when healthy, we'll say that, when healthy, 
I think Chris McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. Ooh. Really? You don't think so? No, I don't, but I see where you're coming from. Okay. I think he, with the catching upside and the run and with his skills to run, I think he is the best running back when healthy, which is important. When healthy is important to add because the last two years, he obviously hasn't been healthy. But from from my personal opinion, from what I've seen on these Panthers Instagram pages, which obviously they're Panthers pages, they're going to be saying, oh, yeah, McCaffrey's going to be not hurt this year. McCaffrey's words are he's been working with like NF, ex-NFL players who are now like personal trainers, injury worker people. I don't know what they're called. And they've been working on him. Like, obviously, you can't avoid really injury. Like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But he's they've been helping with things that lower that chance as much as they can. And they he said he's felt the best. He's in the best shape. Like, he, he's the most excited for the season. Like, he feels confident. Like, I don't know how to explain. Like, I, I think he's also due for a not, for a, what's it called? Yeah, for a healthy season. So, I, I think he'll be healthy this year. I think he'll be solid again. Or, or I mean, amazing again. I'm going to pick McCaffrey. That was a long way of explaining it's it. It's a long way of saying you just want McCaffrey. <laughs> All right, you want McCaffrey or Nick Chubb? These are really hard questions. I, I props to you. Um, <laughs> McCaffrey, like I said, can catch and run and do everything. Nick Chubb is just a bruiser and can like tackle, like earth tackle. Probably. He probably can. <laughs> he can just run over anyone. There's videos of him squatting like 600 pounds. Man. One healthy, I'm still going to say McCaffrey. McCaffrey or Najee Harris? McCaffrey. I think Najee Harris is good. He's a very good running back, but I think he's too early in his career. He's going to get better as time goes on. Maybe ask me this in like a couple of years, like McCaffrey in his prime or Najee Harris in his prime, mm. and I'll see Najee Harris, but right now I'll say. All right. For the last one, I'll put McCaffrey up against who I think is the best running back in the league. Um, just saying something because I already listed Nick Chubb. You want McCaffrey or Derrick Henry? Yeah, th- those are the two. Like, mm. You know, Derrick Henry, single-handedly, <laughs> the past two seasons, has took his team to the playoffs. And the year before, like, not last year, the year before, took his team to the AFC Championship. I mean, they had Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, and he's pretty, it's pretty mid. So, I mean, they had, Ryan, they had A.J. Brown, but still. So, man, that's hard. I think McCaffrey has a really good catching upside, like I've mentioned already. Dick Henry's just too good of a power back. I said McCaffrey, in my opinion, is the best running back in the league. I think him and Derrick Henry are literally like it's to the two of them on the top on the S tier, and then everyone else is like a little below. I'm gonna say Derrick Henry. <laughs> he's 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 a beast. He's too good. He's like the size of an offensive lineman. So that's true. And he's running at like super quick. So yeah, over like 22 miles an hour, which yeah. is insane. So yeah. Well, good, good segment there. Yeah, that was. Re- I props to you. Those were some really good questions. I had, thank you. I had to think. That was tough. thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Um, stay tuned for next week. We are finally switching over to our two episode a week schedule with the NFL season rapidly approaching. Yes, finally. <laughs> next week we're going to be doing the highly anticipated fantasy draft episode. So. Get ready for that. We're going to be giving you as much insight as we can on who you should draft, who you should avoid, 
and everything like that. So we are very excited to bring that to you. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. Um, you know, wherever you get your podcast, doesn't matter. Um, we'll see you next time. And as always, kickers are the greatest athletes on the field. Thank you.